1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Internal Medicine for Vet Techs podcast. Thank you for listening and making a commitment to learning. We hope everybody is doing well, still during this weird, crazy time that will probably <laughs> never end this year, which oh, the year man. I'm talking about is 2020.
0: <laughs> Ugh, seriously. Um,
1: dude, it's never going to end. Um, we are your hosts, so I am Jordan Porter, joined by the beautiful Yvonne Brandenburg. I I swear, like one of these episodes, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm
0: going to do the welcome so I can say how amazing and beautiful you are as well, Jordan. Hi. Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> I edited that part last week too, and it just made me laugh because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we're just bragging on each other.
0: It's great. I, again, I will reiterate. I think we need to do more of that. It's Just be some positive because otherwise, I know. I am getting sucked into not being as positive, which
1: I I feel, I guess, I mean, like it's, yeah, it's been super stressful lately just with everything going on. And I feel like I'm doing like 17 million things at once. And then, so I'll like, I snapped at the kids yesterday, I think. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. And I was like, my bad, I'm having a bad day. (laughs) Like,
0: right. And I mean, I think I'm finally, cause we're in August, right? 2020. Mm-hmm. So we're what, six months into this crazy COVID thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I, I think I told you about this, but, um, I had a conversation with my work to basically just be like, look, this isn't healthy for me because I was angry and frustrated and, you know, multiple times in a week, I'd have to step out of the building because I was crying because I was just like so overwhelmed with things. And that's not, that is not normally what I do. So I know the stress of everything was just getting to me. So I've, you know, had to have a conversation and be like, I understand that I'm not the only person dealing with all of this. But for me personally, I have to take a step back for a little while. I, I don't know how long that's going to be. I think it, I mean, We'll see how quickly I can kind
1: of reboot. Almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember, but we recorded an episode on mental health. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we did, and I feel like did I you listen to it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: speaking of, what episode number was that? Do we know?
1: Oh, I don't know. I think it was around thirty-six. Fingertip game. Staying healthy is episode thirty-six. Look at me go.
0: It was only episode 36?
1: Yeah, episode 36. Upping your ah. tech game, staying healthy. We talk about mental health, we talk about financial health, both of which Yvonne and I've personally been dealing with a lot this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and they go hand in hand because my financial health definitely affects my mental health. And <laughs> oh, for sure, yes. work is contributing to my financial health as well as my mental health. So <laughs> in both ways. Yeah, yeah. 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 Positively and negatively. Um, yeah.
0: so yeah. Yeah. Anybody. So struggling, I'm definitely like, struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: re-listen to that episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I'm going to have to re, I'm going to have to redo that or not redo the episode, re-listen to it, listen to some pointers that I had two months ago <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that apparently I did not take to heart. Um, but it'll be nice because, um, that's
1: not true. You are taking it to heart because you had a conversation with yeah. your work and you're changing your schedule. So yeah. you are taking action. And it was
0: crazy because I, that was a really hard conversation for me to have with my work. I,
1: yeah. Cause you feel You feel bad. You feel so. I felt guilty. Yeah. Like I you was, feel like you're going to leave people yeah. hanging yeah. Including your bosses. I was talking to someone about this because yeah. well you posted that thing on Friday about like the things that you were successful doing for the week or whatever. And I was yeah. like, I left on time all week. So <laughs> and like yeah. I felt really bad about it some days. Like I would text my coworker and be like, Are you okay? And I'm like, I I, I need to stop for my own mental health. I need like yeah. I need to focus on what I'm doing at home, including my kids and mm-hmm. the fact that I'm losing my cool at home because I'm trying to deal with school and all this other stuff that has nothing to do with my work. (laughs) Like turn it off. Yeah.
0: Don't feel bad about leaving on time. Yeah. And I mean, I was, I was definitely having more fights with my husband about stupid stuff, you know? And yeah. And like, I was like having trouble sleeping and then like on my days off, I, I was like sleeping. Like I, I was taking really long naps and I'm like, I normally don't need to do that. So you know i really i stressed about that conversation but it it went better than i think it could have <laughs> um but yeah so i'm 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 excited because this is going to be my first week where i'm only working 30 hours instead of 40 yeah
1: um
0: that doesn't mean that i don't have a ton of other stuff that i'm going to be doing but um us no <laughs> i know right um but i am trying to take some time to just switch off from work and um you know, focus on being healthy again. Uh, and, and it, and, and it's hard because again, the guilt of not everybody can
1: do that. I'm very fortunate Mm
0: -hmm. that I'm able to step back a little bit right now. Oh yeah.
1: Um, So, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're kind of like me where like I took a step back from work too. And I went down to part-time and like I have some guilt that like now I feel from a home aspects like I'm kind of leaving my family hanging financially even though I did it to be home with my family more mm-hmm. um and like I don't know I just feel like that puts more pressure on my husband I guess even though like his salary like the amount of money he makes is always right. consistent right <laughs> like it's it's not like it's going to change but I've also taken on other projects to try to help us financially so right yeah yeah. Which he feels guilty because he's like, he's the one who kind of talked me into going part time. And then here I am doing all this other stuff. So I don't have to pay for someone to watch my kids and mm. things like that. Yep. And so he's like, well, that kind of backfired because now you're working like three jobs just to keep the house running And I was like, it'll be worth it. I promise. <laughs> like, right.
0: And, and I mean, right. I, I don't have kids, so I don't have that additional stress. I can't even this is why I didn't have kids. Cause I can't even handle myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I I'm doing it know. well or like
1: in a healthy manner. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh I'm God. not even sure. Like if we're all going to make it to like December, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, somebody might fall off the boat. I don't know. <laughs> it, it very well might be me. Oh, so Yeah. <laughs>
0: like,
1: no. So we're
0: going to re-listen to the staying healthy episode and figure out. We clearly need to (laughs) figure out ways to stay healthy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let's dive into our episode though, where we talk about anatomy and physiology, but first we have a couple of housekeeping things to do. Uh, We have a couple of reviews, which thank you
0: everyone who's doing reviews. Um, it, it, it cements the fact that we're, we're, we're making a difference in the world. Um, right? but, but that what we spend some time on away from our families <laughs>
1: is, is worth it. Um, and so, you know, because this was our goal them. was to help others. Yeah. We wanted to help others like learn and understand a lot of this stuff kind of well, in and there a just wasn't, just different way. Yeah. And there wasn't
0: really a tech voice out there either. And so I think, you know, Coming from a tech perspective is different than coming from a doctor perspective.
1: Um, oh, very much so. Because there are certain things that, like, doctors are doctors for a reason. They yeah. do need to know certain things more than we do. Right, exactly. Do We're think like, we don't need to know that. <laughs> but I do think it's important that we need to know more than just how to draw blood or for how sure. to intubate a patient. Like, we need to know the disease process and stuff, but just not down to the, like, cellular level of doctors. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> but... No, Um, we do
1: appreciate the reviews. We're happy. I'm happy to spend time doing this. um, And and I will say this again. If you have given us a review, please reach out
0: to us so I can send stickers. Because I feel like I have a backlog of people that I don't know who they are or what their address is. So I can't send them stickers. Like I have stickers I want to give away. So. Again, if you leave us a review and you would like a sticker, we will definitely send it to you. Just just reach out and you can send that to podcast at com, um, and that gets to our inboxes and then I can, you know, send out stickers. <laughs> so our first review this week is Alyssa Franks 21. Uh, she said, please keep going. I love listening to these podcasts (laughs) on my hour
1: drive to work. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. You have an hour drive. I get it. First off, can I just interrupt? Because I truly appreciate this review because of the next sentence, because I am the exact same way. So for me to turn (laughs) off music (laughs) and listen to a podcast, she
0: says, says, listening to the podcast on my hour, hour drive to work. And this is coming from a complete music junkie. Like I get it. Right. Sometimes
1: Sometimes I don't want to hear words, and I just want music. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So we totally get this. Um, that means so, a ton to me, coming from the fact that like I rarely ever turn off my music to listen to anything else. Like, so that means a legit. lot.
0: <laughs> she says these podcasts are so informative and presented in a way that's easy to digest. The hosts, <laughs> the hosts have golden personalities. Hold on, we're basking in that right now. <laughs>
1: right, right. Let me flip my hair real right. quick. <laughs> Push it up. Exactly.
0: <laughs> which makes this so much easier to listen to. I actually had a question re- regarding the DKA episode. So I reached out to the host and they actually answered my questions, which was much appreciated. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I hope we answer all the questions that are directed to us. Again, right. it might be a little bit slow, but we try. Uh, whether you're in general practice, ER, specialty practice, or maybe even just a student, you will definitely benefit from the podcast. Uh, if you're already in the veterinary medical field and you need a positive community, this is it. <laughs> Thank you, Eliza.
1: No, like the, the positive community, man, fist <sighs> pump, because like, I'm just, I'm so happy that we do have such a positive community like, yeah everybody
0: I don't think we've ever had to like I, I've definitely we haven't had to remove any posts which is awesome knock on wood right? <laughs> I'm sure it's coming <laughs> um and we haven't had to you know lay the smack down because I don't want to do that um but it is a very positive community and I love I love talking to you guys like it's so much fun um oh I love it so too. I, 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 I I love <laughs>
1: I love the different stuff that we get on our, our community page just because it's not just internal medicine. Like sometimes, and like, we've had some snake discussions, like there's Freaking Argo, who I love. Well, I he believe Argo
0: is our mascot at the moment. So yeah,
1: he he's got a bell now, and it's just so cute. And that little turd is just so rotten. Like <laughs> I just I feel like I know him. I know.
0: <laughs> if you don't know who Argo is, please go to our
1: Facebook page, <laughs>
0: and you will see him. He's adorable. He's adorable. He's
1: not even ours, and like it's no, just...
0: he is. He's Argo.
1: This is true. This is true. Um, another review, which I'm super humbled by this, uh, because this is by Matt Houston, which we AKA. know as the wonderful Liz Houston. Um, she is double boarded cause she's, she's that smart. amazing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I'm just that like, smart. <laughs> Ooh, my brain hurts just thinking <laughs> right, about it. Right. <laughs> like, um, she says great resource and entertaining This review is way overdue. This podcast is fantastic for anyone working in veterinary medicine, but especially for anyone interested in learning more about veterinary internal medicine. Every episode has great review of anatomy and physiology or pathophysiology, which is so important for furthering knowledge and absolutely key for anyone working towards a VTS. Yvonne and Jordan do a great job explaining and teaching these topics and they're fun to listen to to boot. Thanks Liz. Like, I know. <laughs>
0: I, I have to say it was really fun. Funny. I wish you guys would have seen a, us when we, when we discovered this just like 20 minutes ago. Cause I was like, Oh, I know we have an extra, we have another review. Both, both Jordan and I were like, shut up. Thanks, right? Liz. <laughs> we Thanks, did not solicit Liz. this at all and we're like super dorky about it <laughs> I know
1: it's just like one of those like it's like when your idol kind of reaches out to you and they're like you know yeah you're like, like oh, oh. oh. we're, we're yeah. not
0: being we're not being ridiculous over here like we got no. a Liz stamp of approval
1: <laughs> I know I know I'm like because we work hard we work hard on researching our topics and not just like saying stuff Although
0: sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, oh, that was wrong. Glad I said that yeah. completely wrong. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, I catch that too. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, well, yeah. we're human. No. We make no. mistakes. But thank you everybody for leaving us reviews. Again, um, we do appreciate it. It's very wonderful to just know that when our goal, we set out to just help people learn a little bit more is actually working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So oh, thanks guys. Helps us be healthier too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does. Cause it makes me feel like what I'm doing is worth it. <laughs> like yeah. all the time and, and effort I'm putting into it is actually worth it. Right. Where sometimes I feel like I don't get that from other things that I work on. <laughs> like, Ooh. Yeah. you know, when clients so,
0: yell I, at you and you're like, I swear he did a good job today. Stop it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I do care for your pet. Like, <laughs> yeah. But this week, we're going to be talking basic anatomy and phys- physiology of just the wonderful and ever hopefully functioning liver. <laughs> I feel the liver like amazing- uh, there's
0: somebody who's probably going to be very excited about this series because we are starting our liver series. Um, and she mm-hmm. just moved and she just is about to start at Purdue. <clears throat> <clears throat> Ashley. <clears throat> <laughs> I feel like this series should just be dedicated to Ashley.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her ever evolving love of the liver. <laughs> the liver. All things liver. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I was thinking of her as I was writing my notes. I was like, I'm going to do right by by Ashley. <laughs> yeah. We
0: got to get her stamp of approval. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Um, we do have a couple good website resources on the internal medicine for pet parents page. So I will link that. There's also a YouTube video, same thing as kind of like our, I think it was our lung video. It's human based, Mm -hmm. but there's still good information on it. So I will link that in the show notes. Um, but as for the liver itself, it is a very critical part of the body and has many functions. Mm -hmm. It is considered the largest organ within the body. Because we know that the skin is considered the largest organ of the body, but skin is not in the body. <laughs> skin is the definition of outside the body. <laughs> it is not internal medicine. Except for when we talk about hepatocutaneous syndrome, that's different. <laughs> like
0: true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Skin's icky. Okay, <laughs> it's know. not icky, but it's derm, and I I there's all sorts of things that go wrong and Sorry, Enjoy Meredith.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Enjoy your derm. <laughs> um, but the liver has six lobes. Yes, six lobes. That's I don't. Crazy I don't think. I know. I, I don't think everybody like considers that because, like, when you look at it, it looks like just one solid figure. Um, mm-hmm. So there's the right medial and the right lateral lobes, the left medial and left lateral lobes, and then the caudate and quadrate lobes. Six wow. lobes, people. Six. Um, That's the gallbladder is located just between the quadrate lobe and the right medial lobe. And then okay. I'll okay. kind of discuss gallbladder a little bit later. Um, right now I'm going to focus on just like what the liver does. Mm-hmm. So it is the main filter for blood from the GI tract. It's the main site of drug metabolism and immune response. It wears many hats. It does. Yeah. The liver does many things. That's why
0: I think, um, when we talk about s- organ systems, right? Like we have like respiratory and we have GI. Yes. Like the liver is an accessory to the GI, but yeah. it, it is really its own system. And, and it's probably why Ashley loves it so much. There's probably, <laughs> just, <laughs> there's so much to it. And understanding livers is really you know, it's a, it's a huge part of understanding what happens in the body. So
1: exactly, because it does so many different things. Mm -hmm. Um, So the hepatic portal system includes a blood vessel system that transport blood from the capillaries, from the intestines down to the hepatic sinusoids and hepatic sinusoids are just like blood filled cavities. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) Mm I when i was think like i knew that when i was reading the description i was like picturing like the lung system kind of like where oh. they just go down into like small little tiny cavities uh, and so oh, within yeah. the sinusoids so our phagocytic cells we know like our pac-man eating mm-hmm. cells they those cells line all the sinusoids so the, Obviously, the function of this is to eat and remove large numbers of circulating things, things like infectious agents that enter through the lining of the GI tract, bacteria, toxins, worn out red blood cells. So it's, I mean, it's a filtering system. The liver filters blood. So it's going down through into these tiny capillaries, down into these tiny little cavities. And in those cavities are your, you know, those like fish that they put in people's like, um, Pedicure things. Oh my god! But,
0: yeah. <laughs> the little foot fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh my don't god. you love my analogies? Like they're just <laughs> all I'm gonna think of now is like hepatic sinusoids are like your pedicure baths with little fish. It's your them. pedicure bath,
1: and then yeah, you have the phagocytic cells that are your fish. Oh my god! <laughs> all the dead nasty things that you don't want on your feet out of your blood (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I really want someone to make like a little cartoon of this or like a little drawing (laughs)
1: oh if we have anybody who's artistic like please help me out with my analogies here
0: oh god
1: (laughs) you know exactly what I'm talking it doesn't it just I mean it (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) uh that's so funny
1: yep Uh, hats off to me on that one (laughs) Pat myself on the back for that one. Um. <laughs>
0: Good thing somebody does.
1: <gasps> exactly. Just
0: hey, kidding. I love you, dude. I'm used to it. You're fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own like biggest fan. <laughs> right.
0: Um, but to kind of go on to the next part, which is really cool. So we, I, I think of this really is. Um, so the liver really does store a lot of the nutrients that come from the GI tract. So you know, when we eat things and it gets absorbed to the liver, um, this is where it's stored. So vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and of course we've got glucose in there. So there's a lot of things that are in the liver. I think of this, um, in my internal medicine brain, when I think of like copper storage disease, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's vitamins, there's minerals and all that stuff that's stored there. And if, if things go wrong, that's when we have problems. Um, but it's like a really good resource for the body to, to have that there. So.
1: All right. You ready for another analogy? This yeah. one's a little more simple. It's like your storage unit. You put stuff away in there for when you need it and then
0: you mm-hmm. go and grab it. And you go grab it as you need it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a pods. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pods. Exactly.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, but glucose is a big, the liver plays a big role in like our diabetes management and stuff. So glucose oh, yeah. is absorbed from the GI tract into the liver. It's stored within the liver as glycogen. And the process of storing glucose in the liver as glycogen is called glycogenesis. So the the body needs of glycogen. Yes. When the body needs to use the glucose, the liver breaks down, begins to break down the glycogen, which is called glycogenolysis. Because lysis lysis means, yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then the glucose is moved into the blood system. Perfect. Yes. And then that's just kind of brief snippet on glucose just because I had to throw it in there because glucose is a big role in the yeah. liver. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but the liver also controls like lipid metabolism. It's uh, primarily controlled in the in the liver. And then phospholipids and triglycerides are those lipids that are normally controlled in the liver. Mm-hmm. And those are removed from the blood and structurally altered by the liver. So what happens to your lipids, the phospholipids and triglycerides, they're hydrolyzed into three fatty acid chains and one molecule of glycerol. Glycerol is then further broken down to synthesize glucose. So they, the lipid Mm. metabolism and glucose metabolism work together.
0: All I can think of is schnauzers right now as you're talking, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like the really high, (laughs) high triglycerides and they're diabetic and you're just like, Oh Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. Can you see why now though? Because like the liver, yeah. I mean, it makes me wonder, you know, what is,
1: what is it genetically?
0: Yeah. With the, yeah that predisposes them with their liver. And I'm sure somebody smart knows this, but this makes me wonder about it.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. When I was like writing these notes, I was like, I was thinking schnauzers and I was like, well, then that would indicate that they have something just not functioning properly within their liver. Right. Even though they normally have like normal liver values usually. Yeah. I don't
0: think of them as our liver patients.
1: Uh, uh-uh. they are hmm. typical, typical schnauzers. <laughs> so. Exactly. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so as we kind of briefly touched on, the liver works very closely with the GI tract by producing bile acids And Mm -hmm. so bile is produced within the liver by the hepatic cells. Bile is important because it contain it contains bile acids and bilirubin. I know we discussed bilirubin being broken down from Mm -hmm. hemi into hemoglobin, which is released when red blood cells are destroyed. We discussed that in one of the hematology episodes. It may have been the IMHA episode briefly. Probably, because that's Um, when
0: we would have discussed the destruction of right, red blood cells probably more yeah again. yeah yeah
1: and then it also bile contains cholesterol as well
0: yeah and this and and so this is part of the reason why when when you see bile right the bile is that color because of the bilirubin and the bile acids and stuff like that and um, I don't know if you have this in there but uh, fun fact <laughs> bile and heme uh, is what gives poop its color. That's why poop is brown.
1: I did not have that in there. Yeah. That's
0: kind of just a fun fact.
1: Cool. I did (laughs) not know why poop was brown. (laughs) Part of it. (laughs) Nice. Good to know. I should make that a CE question.
0: No, there's no, like, (laughs) I don't know where the reference is for that. So (laughs) that might be a bonus question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, bile acids like all together, they aid in fat digestion, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I I don't know why I was thinking of this, but you know, when you see the the diarrhea with like the mucousy coating Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like a, I don't, I don't know why it makes me think that bile has something to do with that, but that's what I think of (laughs) like. Yeah. Well,
0: and it's, this is, yeah, this is why when, when patients are having issues with bile release. So like mucus seals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, that's why they're, they, they will have like that diarrhea that like, mm, just kind of that funky poo that's fattier. Right. Yeah. you have ever seen it. It's gross.
1: Yeah. i not a fan. <clears throat> not a fan either, <laughs> but when the liver produces bile, It's secreted into small canals that merge together to form the bile duct. Um, And then the bile ducts come together to form like the hepatic duct. Mm -hmm. It's like ducts into ducts into ducts. So the bile ducts come together to form the hepatic duct. And then the hepatic ducts come together with the cystic duct, which leads to the gallbladder.
0: I was going to say, and then there's also the difference between um, dog and cat. Yeah. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind is dogs and cats. So dogs are, um, they have their bile duct and their pancreatic duct, right? Dogs, it's separate. Whereas cats, the pancreatic duct and the uh, bile duct go into the common bile duct and there's one opening into the intestines which is mm-hmm. why if you know this is why you get a lot of um, pancreatitis and hepatitis with cats together because the bile duct is for some reason is blocked or inflamed or something like that and then it causes issues on both ends whereas dogs you don't see that as much because there's two openings into the intestines um, yeah it's so yeah. just something to Keep in the back of your mind. Um, it's a little bit different for dogs and cats, but um yeah. And mm-hmm. then this one, I remember this one when I was studying for my VT school. Yeah. yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> so if you're studying for your VTE, fun fact horses do not have a gallbladder. I just they very well might be on your chest. I don't know anymore. It's been what 12 years <laughs> since I've taken the VT, <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought that was like
0: a trip that horses just don't have a gallbladder like they still have the cystic structures the ducts but they don't have a storage gallbladder which is yeah crazy. it which is, is cool weird. that I means think...
1: they would never have a gallbladder mucus seal. not to get off topic here <laughs> but i remember when studying for my BTE, like what there's two animals that don't like that can't vomit and i think it's horses and rats
0: Horses can't and really
1: rats. Remember. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know well,
0: why. Horses can vomit, but if they do, that means they're going to
1: die. Because well, it's yeah. very,
0: very, very bad if they're vomiting because they should not be
1: able to. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Horses and It's something and to do with rats. like their sphincters being too tight or something like that, that they shouldn't be able to get anything up. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know if you're studying for your VTNE, you should look into that. Let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, back on topic here. <laughs> so we are kind of getting into our gallbladder. The gallbladder stores our patient's bile acids. Um, so when a patient eats and digestion begins, CCK stimulates the gallbladder to contract, and this forces bile down through the common bile duct into the duodenum. Okay, so if you don't remember from tech school, though, so CCK is cholecystokinin, which is a hormone. And this, like I said, this hormone basically stimulates the gallbladder to contract. We talked about hormones, like allowing that for the urinary bladder to contract. So same type of principle where Mm. it just tells it when to contract and force bile out through the common bile duct.
0: And this is, I mean, this is like, I, again, I kind of think of like gallbladder mucoceles or, Mm -hmm. um, or, gallstones or, you know, those kinds of things is there is that contraction that happens. So if, if there's an issue, right, you're still going to have that contraction and things get mad and that's, that's when like ruptures and things happen because, it's still filling, but it's unable to empty. And there's those contractions that are happening. I mean, these aren't like insane contractions, but they're still contractions. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's like, that's how you get inflammation. If it contracts and like nothing can move out of it, it's going to get pissed off and and Mm -hmm. just become inflamed and you get cholecystitis. All right. So I don't touch on the gallbladder a ton. I just give you the basic information as to what it does, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Albumin is synthesized by the liver. And if you are internal medicine, we all know how important albumin is to the body. I think we've mentioned it a few times in this like uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it just a little bit in like the renal episodes, the (laughs) renal
0: episodes. I think some of the GI episodes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like albumin
0: may have been talked about a couple of times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it plays a critical role just in maintaining proper fluid balance within the body. We talk about that a little bit. So the liver is, is responsible for synthesizing albumin. We know it circulates through the, the body. Yep. We know it circulates through the body. We know sometimes it leaks out of where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and that causes problems, usually fluid balance problems. <laughs> <So>. Right? <laughs> it's a colloid. <laughs> yes. But other blood blood proteins are also made by the liver as well. And some of these proteins are important with coagulation, Mm -hmm. which we talked about a little bit in the coagulation episode, which is why I don't go into too much terrible detail about it because we, we know that there are blood proteins made by the liver when the liver gets like smacked by a disease or a toxin or something like that. We see some of these coagulopathies, um, Also, thought it was pretty cool that the liver is capable of regeneration, so it's like a lizard. When you take off its tail, it can grow back.
0: Whoa. Wait. Right? So, whoa. How much, though? Like, if you take off a liver
1: lobe? I don't know the details on how much come back. And it's also one of those things where, like, repair, right? I I guess that's what it does. It might not be completely. It might be a little bit smaller than it was. (laughs) (laughs) but it's not going to be just like where it looks like you just cut off a chunk of liver
0: (laughs) and it's like another liver. You're like, Whoa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I know that, I know that there's, I mean, honestly, I know that when you do have to do like liver lobectomies, there's only a certain amount that you can take, right? You can't take Mm -hmm. the entire liver. Um, and then there's specific lobes that they try not to touch at all because they're very important. So,
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, if you get anywhere near the gallbladder, like you can't really repair that, but the liver is capable of repairing itself if given the opportunity. Now it yeah. is likely going to need some assistance in repairing itself, but it is capable of, it's like when we see like our Sago palm toxicities, they're like on death's door. And as long as we can help the liver repair itself, we'll recheck their blood work in a year and they're fine. Like, and they won't ever show signs of liver failure ever again.
0: Right. Which is, (laughs) I mean, that's, what's really cool about the liver because unlike the kidneys, (laughs) you know, they they can't.
1: (laughs) So common liver diseases that we see with our liver patients, (laughs) there's a lot of them. (laughs) All of them. I'm not going to go into details because we're going to have some episodes on some of this stuff. Um, but we have Mm -hmm. acute liver failure, hepatic encephalopathy. I do enjoy a good hepatic encephalopathy case, just because like when you can fix it and make them not neurologic anymore, it's so, it's so rewarding, even though it's likely to happen again. Right. But you give them a quality of life, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: It is. That is nice.
1: Um, toxins, asciides, we've kind of talked about clotting defects, Can definitely occur bacterial infections so those are things like our leptospirosis that can affect the liver and the kidneys too yeah and Um, i feel
0: like we deal with a ton of like bacterial infections like with our hepatitis and
1: yeah it's there's always like some weird and
0: you know all that stuff
1: yeah fibrosis which kind of blows my mind every time we see it because i always see it in like a one-year-old and i'm like that sucks Mm, like it's always some weird congenital we've only seen like a handful of them, but it's always been like a one-year-old Great Dane. And I'm like, that sucks mm. that you have like a fibrotic liver at mm. one. And like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like,
0: yeah. Once fibrosis happens, unfortunately you can't reverse it, which sucks.
1: Yeah. That one, I don't like those cases. Cause I'm like, you feel so helpless. Mm-hmm. Like you just give bad news and you're like, okay, bye. Like okay, it sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it good is. luck. Quality of life. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like just feed them whatever they want. Who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, we see portosystemic shunts a lot, canine mm-hmm. hepatitis, uh, canine herpes virus, and canine adenovirus one fall under your canine hepatitis. Um, mm-hmm. I talked about leptospirosis under like our bacterial infections, but that gets its own category because leptos is just its own whole <laughs> thing. For, for sure. <laughs> Toxoplasmosis, leishmaniasis. Chronic hepatitis, cholangiohepatitis, liver cysts—those are always interesting. Yeah,
0: those ones, those ones are interesting because most of them are
1: benign. Yeah, the you just like also, watch them, like the parasites, like liver flukes. Yeah,
0: Ugh.
1: I've never actually seen one.
0: I have not either, but I I've read about them, and I'm like, ooh, that's gross. Yeah, I wonder you where those like are. Common creatures.
1: It's no, I don't in, like...
0: like parasites, so can I imagine <laughs> them? Yes, I can imagine them very well, which is why I don't like
1: them. <laughs> like just swimming through your portal? Ah, uh, stop
0: it. And stuff okay, like that. Like... Stop. Stop. Nope, don't do okay. it. Stop it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> canine vacuolo- vacuolar hepatopathy. That's always pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, hepatocutaneous syndrome and then diseases of the gallbladder or common bile ducts, or I mean bile ducts aside from your cholangia hepatitis. I feel like you just need to
0: put like neoplasia
1: somewhere. <laughs> yeah, neoplasia. that was like the one thing I
0: didn't put. <laughs> <laughs> she neoplasia on this Canc- one guys. <laughs> cancer, of metastatic disease. Yeah, because again, the liver filters things. So when we're talking metastatic disease, unfortunately, it'll it'll go to the liver and the
1: spleen. Oh yeah, like especially when it starts in the spleen and then you see nodules in the liver, and I'm like, darn, yeah. that's a bummer. Um, because once it affects the liver, even though the liver can regenerate, it's still I mean then you've got
0: clotting issues and a site, like it's just all sorts of Mm -hmm.
1: that. It's the downside to the liver that it does so many different functions that once it becomes like attacked by something, yeah. Like it's just it's so hard to come back from. Yeah. Common clinical signs associated with all of our liver diseases. Are common clinical signs that we see with all of our (laughs) (laughs) I.M. patients. This (laughs) is why we have to do (laughs) workups. Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to just be like, yep, it's this, (laughs) but we have decreased appetite, stomach ulceration because of our bile, Mm -hmm. Um, vomiting, diarrhea, seizures can occur. And as well as some other neurologic issues, jaundice, fever, coagulation, insufficiency, ascites, polyuria, polydipsia, weight loss, um, I was going to say, and, and I
0: will, here's my liver soapbox, right? Um, (laughs) if you have a patient that is jaundice, anything yellow, do not poke it. Like, yes, you can place the peripheral catheter, but no jug sticks, no, um, cystocentesis, Mm -hmm. no poking into the abdomen or the thorax, unless you have coagulation factors and they're normal. If you don't have those, do not poke a yellow patient. Um, because again, the liver produces and, you know, works with all those coagulation factors. So if you poke something and you don't know if they can clot or not, they can potentially bleed out. Um, we, you know, we get a lot of like patients for ultrasounds for our emergency department. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, Hey, while you're in there, can you get us a urine sample? And it's like, if the patient's yellow, do not poke it say, Hey, yeah, do you have coags on this patient? Because if not, I'm not getting a cystocentesis for you until we know I can poke it and it won't bleed to death because I
1: don't want to be the reason for that. Yeah. Unfortunately we get a lot of patients with like massive bruising on their neck from a jug stick because they're jaundice and like their coagulation factors, they're still like reasonable, not going to bleed out and die, but they're Mm -hmm. high. And so they do bleed excessively or bruise excessively. Even if you hold it properly, like they're still likely going to bleed if their coagulation numbers are high. So it's always nice to be cautious when you have a jaundice patient with their, where you poke them. Yeah. And it's,
0: and if you, if you don't see a a lot of these, like when you see them, you'll recognize it, but places you can look, right? So you can look at their gums. Sometimes you can see it there, but if they're like darkly pigmented, sometimes you don't see it there. Um, the sclera. So the white parts of their eye, you can look to see, you know, does it have like a yellow or orange (laughs) look to it? Um, the other thing too is, uh, especially with cats, like on their temples, right in front of their ears mm-hmm. and the inside of the ears, sometimes you'll see it there. Um, bellies are a good place to look too. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really important if you see it to not poke until you know, for sure. Um, I've had a couple, well, not a couple, I've had, um, one or two pets or patients come in and the owners thought like one, it was really cute. It was an older lady. Um, she had a cat and she thought her cat got into her watercolor. And so Aww. she was like trying to wash the yellow off of her cat. She didn't realize that it was because she was jaundice. And yeah. we were like, oh no, that's that's not paint on her ears. Like it was it was really sad, but you know, it's it's just something that as you're looking at your patient, just make sure you're noticing those things or looking for those things.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, and I guess one of the things that I didn't put in my common diseases is hep- hepatic lipidosis. <laughs> <Now that> I'm, <laughs> what? Thinking, I'm thinking kind of, of jaundice one. cats. I know <laughs> what's wrong with me. Oh, let's not poke the jugs on hepatic lipidosis cats until we no. find out coags.
0: <laughs> right. And, and coags, right. You're talking PT, PTT. If you can do like a viscoelastogram, that's great. Again, not all clinics are going to have that. You can do a buccal mucosal bleeding time, but I feel like that's, yes, you could do that on these patients, but maybe try
1: a PT, PTT first if you can do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because again. And you can always send those out.
1: Like, especially if the patient's going to be like hospitalized for at least a day to try to, I mean, mm. most jaundice patients should probably be hospitalized. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so you out. can send out coags to the lab and then have the results the next day. But a lot of our like we'll talk about hepatic lipidosis a little bit probably in some other episode. I'm not sure if it's listed for this series yet. Um, but we'll do coags because a lot of times we'll be placing feeding tubes in these patients. So we run coags first.
0: I think when we're when we're talking about the liver too, like some of the the common cautions is you know, don't underestimate all the functions of the liver. Um, you know, we kind of touched on it on the fact that, you know, it's our typical I am patient with vomiting, diarrhea, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. But it may present with a problem that you're not thinking specifically of the liver, but it could potentially be all liver related. Um, because mm-hmm. again, our internal medicine patients typically present very similarly, you know, vomiting, diarrhea, not wanting to eat, lethargy, those kinds of things. So, you know, it's, it's looking at the whole picture to make sure you're not missing something. Um, So that's just one of those things, like don't underestimate a patient, which is, again, when we, when we talk about internal medicine patients, we typically don't poke the jugular unless, unless we know for a fact that they're good. But most of our patients will, will get blood from a peripheral vein because we don't know the function of so many things, whether that's the liver or, you know, platelet function or any of those things, or are they hypercoagulable or hypocoagulable? So I think, you know, again, we we usually don't use the jugular versus, you know, Onco uses all jugular all the time.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. Which... It's so scary to me. Like, to ever, if I ever go back to like general practice, even the the (laughs) amount of times that I've drawn blood from a jugular just for like a heartworm test. And I'm like, wow, gosh. And it's like now when I'm like, you know, when the veins are just so crappy that jugular is kind of like your last choice and you're still hesitant, you're like, Oh like, yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because like our oncology team, um, because the oncology and internal medicine kind of share the same treatment area space in our hospital. Yeah. Um, they'll be like, Hey, can somebody hit the jugular on this cat? And I'm like, the oncology team can't hit this jugular. You think internal medicine's gonna be yeah, exactly. I'm like, now if you're talking about like a pedal or a medial saphenous or something ridiculous, I'm your girl, but jugular, yeah. if you can't hit a jugular, what do you think the like likelihood that I'm gonna be able to hit it? because I definitely yeah. have less experience hitting ridiculous jugular veins than you do
1: it's <laughs> well, it's, it's some it's really of those funny. situations where like they'll ask for help, and then I'm like, and they'll hand, like they'll hold the patient like I'm gonna poke a jugular and I'm like, can you lay them down on their side? They're like, oh yeah yeah, and they'll still hold for a jugular. I'm like, no no no, I want the back leg. Like, I don't. <laughs> You're like, ooh no.
0: We're Which like, is we need
1: blood, and I was like, I know that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Which is funny because
0: like I'll use a jugular vein to place a central catheter,
1: yeah.
0: but but that's different than crappy vein. I mean, they're, they're
1: crappy. It's It's not.
0: It's just a different mental setup. (laughs) Like I'm shaving. There's all this stuff going on versus like poking a crappy cat jugular. (sighs) I don't know. It's a mental thing. The
1: stress. The stress is real, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The stress of trying to poke a a dog or cat neck. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It makes me sweat thinking about it a little I'm like, ah,
0: <laughs> I know I'm like, Oh God, just, just hit this jugular vein, which is funny because yeah. I mean, I guess I probably give myself less credit than, <laughs> I mean, I can hit a jugular vein. It's not like I can't. Yeah, exactly. It's just not my preferred one. It's the tip of the week. So for this week's tip of the week, we kind of have two. I feel like we have two this week. First is yeah. if your patient's yellow, don't poke it until you have coags that's your first tip of the week. But I, I like this. I like this tip of the week as well. So this one's, this one's yours. We have two for this week. This
1: I came up with this tip of the week before I figured out my little fish analogy about eating Mm. dead cells and stuff like that but But if the fish analogy
0: doesn't work for you then we have another one here's another one yeah
1: (laughs) um I think of the liver as like an old arcade game kind of so it's just filled with like pac-man so pac-man just eats all the bad stuff but there's still those like ghosts that can ruin your game and damage your liver you know the little ghosts that like kill (laughs) pac-man I'm very sad that you said
0: the old arcade (laughs) game (laughs) Ah, girl, that's what I grew up with. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's fine. I'm old. It's okay. (laughs)
1: I don't know how to to protect myself here. (laughs) Just roll over on
0: your back and expose your jugular and your belly. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm just
0: like, "Ah." (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so funny. I'm like, yes, it's old. Cause I'm sure most of you out there listening are probably like, I don't remember that game, but I saw that
1: movie. Yeah, right? Or, like, I, yeah, I see that game occasionally, like, in the, like, classic game <laughs> section. Like,
0: <laughs> Stop, Jordan. Stop right I'm there. I'm just driving at
1: home. I know. You anyway. Won't. It's fine.
0: It's fine, baby.
1: <laughs> I... There's people younger than me who are probably like, what the hell are you talking about? We, we go off your fish analogy <laughs> <With> the pedicures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pedicure fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh my God, so anyway.
0: <laughs> and now for the question of the week. All
1: right. This week's question of the week <laughs> is going to be... go
0: along with it.
1: <laughs> it's simple. It's simple this week. Did you learn something today about the liver? that you, or recently, it doesn't have to be just from us. Did you learn something ab- about the liver re- recently or today that you didn't know? Um, Whether that be, you didn't know that it synthesized albumin or... you <laughs> didn't know about <laughs> like, the si-
0: sinu-
1: sinusoids. Is that what they were called? Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of cool. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Little wells within the liver. With fish. That are yeah, with fish that just eat all the bad.
0: <laughs> the phag- phagocyte fish.
1: fish. Oh, my God. Phagocyte phag-
0: phag- wow. fish. <laughs> I can't say that. That's phagocyte
1: fish. See, you say it phagocyte and I say it phagocyte because that's
0: phagocyte, phagocyte.
1: Yeah. Potato, potato. Well, phagocyte sounds like more proper to me.
0: I don't know. Let's ask Laura.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet you She'll she say says it phagocyte. really cool. Yeah. No,
0: she'll probably say it even different than we say it.
1: Yeah, probably. Probably like
0: the phagocytosis. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like in a really cool accent. We'll have to ask Laura next time we talk to her.
1: (laughs) Just only make a clip of her saying that. Right. (laughs) Can you
0: say phagocytosis fish? See, I think I see, I think I say it both. I think I say
1: phagocyte or you're like, I don't even remember how I said it the first oh my time God, I don't even know. there's so
0: many different ways. See, it's like I say it all the different ways because I'm like, I don't know how to say it.
1: I just follow yeah, like it's one of those like it's one of those words where I'll just my brain will start saying it the way people around me say it.
0: Well, it's it could be one of those weird ones. It depends on what word you're using afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: sometimes That's I sorry. will do that. Oh, I yeah. love the English language. It's so
1: fun. Right? No wonder people and have And then medical terminology,
0: we're like, I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so that's
0: our anyway, other question of the week. How do you say phagosaheite <laughs> or phagosaheite? Fe- fe- yeah. You let us know.
1: Leave us a comment on the Facebook page. Leave us a comment <laughs> on our show notes page. Or you can email us. Either one is fine. Yep. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Um, We appreciate you listening to our rants and our randomness.
0: Uh. (laughs) Right. Um, And just a reminder that uh, to kind of go with the question of the week, if you are in the membership already, um, because there's, there's a few of you out there, uh, you can also answer the question of the week in the membership site um, in our podcast uh, episode post. If you're not in the membership yet and you're, you're thinking, what is that? And how do I, how do I, you know, find out more about that? um go to imfvt.com uh there's a little blurb about that and actually maybe we should do we do we put the real website out there do you think this is the week we do it
1: yeah let's do it why not i've been Woo. having lots of fun this episode so let's just like <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right this will be the first episode that we officially like talk about the website so the new website is internalmedicineforvettexmembership.com. Um, it is not open for for signing in yet, but you can take a look at it, check it out. There's some information there. Um, and we should be launching in the next couple of weeks, right? I think. Yeah. See, yeah. Jordan and is- I have a business meeting tomorrow where we're going to nail down some dates. So
1: yes, but this is where you guys are going to get our like race approved CE credits yep. that we have, yep. um, and certificates. We'll have certificates and certificates that. and you get to chat with us, of course, right. um, <laughs> but and we do other have a couple people. members. <laughs> yeah. We've actually had some pretty good discussions on there. We share cool cases. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's
0: growing it's, and we're, we're constantly adding to it as well. So yeah. Um, and we like
1: input. So <laughs> exactly.
0: please let us know what you want. Yeah. So it's um internal medicine for vet text Um, but if you want to be on the wait list, uh, that is IMFVT.com. and that'll get you on the wait list so that you know as soon as it goes live and open for everyone, um, you'll be the first to know. And we'll again, we're having a meeting tomorrow about it. So we'll have more details in the next episode. Um and let you guys know more
1: and then start really getting ready for it which is exciting Yay. yes because we do we are trying to do fun things like monthly q a's where you can kind of like zoom with us and like actually chat with us mm-hmm. virtually face to face if that's live. a thing now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> live and in person virtually yep mm-hmm. yep Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but thank
0: you guys very much Uh, check that out if you want to leave us a review we love them (laughs) Um, and we will make sure to get you
1: stickers Trying to think of what else I think that's everything right I think that's it thank you guys for listening we appreciate you guys so much Um, and we'll talk to you guys next week
0: yep make sure to keep getting your learn on we'll talk to you next week Bye. bye